Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Another beautiful day on the Victor Bravo Golf Course. The sun is shining, the birds are about, and there's a sudden pause in the crowd. Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box. 15th hole here, drivers recommended. <laughs> is he a caveman? Because it's suddenly clubbed that one. What do you reckon, George? <laughs> I mean, did he hit that with the dictionary? Because that was a terrible read. <laughs> G'day and welcome. This is Golf. Andrew Datto is my name. And I've been on a road trip headed south to the border between the great states of New South Wales and Victoria to Tokemal. Uh, first, I went to Club Yarrawonga and had a couple of days with my mate Beza, uh, which was great fun. But Tokemal was where they're holding the Victorian and Tasmanian PGA Associate Championships. So the associates are the old fashioned trainee pros, and this is young men and women who are looking for their start in the game of golf. So they might want to be pros, um, they might want to work in shops, they might want to be teachers, but they go through the PGA process. So I'll talk to a few of them. Uh, I'll talk to the guys that I played the Sponsors Day with and the Ambrose, uh, which we won. <laughs> I know, terrible, terrible. Uh, also to Ben Lucas, who is the um, course superintendent there. I tell you what, Tokemall Golf Club, if you've never been, you've got to go. It was in unbelievably good condition. 36 holes. The captain's course was where the action was. And I'll be honest, I have not played greens that good for as long as I can remember. Also, Marty Walsh, um, the head pro there, fantastic guy. We had a nice hit the, the day after the pro-am. So look, I hope you enjoy this. It's a, an insight into the what's going on with the, the younger players, the, the younger pros coming through. I couldn't believe the mindset, to be honest. Almost got the giggles at one point. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it. Different pros, different players. It's all about the love of golf. Thanks for being part of it. Marty Walsh. Marty Walsh is the, uh, the club professional at, at Tokemall. This and busy... It's probably unfair to be wanting to talk to him given the... Hello. No, he's on the phone. Probably unfair to want to talk to him because the, the Pro-Am is, is kicking off yeah, and he's just told me that 
uh, my group and they'll all be, they're all members and they'll all have their own carts. So he said, you can take one of our carts and drive by yourself, which I think is pretty interesting. Marty, yes. Tokemore looks amazing. Uh, it's a fabulous complex. Yeah. Uh, the members are very lucky here uh, to have such great facilities. We've got 36 holes, 70 golf carts. Uh, we do a lot of golf packages. We get a lot of people coming from Melbourne and, um, you know, regional areas coming up here for golf. And uh, March and April, very busy time of the year for us here. How long have you been here for? Uh, just over two years now. Oh, OK. Where'd you come from? Uh, I was at Club Mandalay, which is beverage. Peter Thompson design course yeah, yeah. just north of Melbourne. Oh, okay. So what's the difference? <laughs> uh, 18 extra holes. Yeah. Um, a lot more um, visitors, holiday makers. Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, motels in town and close to the close to the course. Yeah. Um, really it's like four all lined up. Fairway views and thingo views and green sides. Yeah, and, yeah. the Toke Resort. So yeah, yeah. Uh, y- if you can't get a room in Tokemal... You know you're uh, you're pushing it for a game of golf as well because they're all golfers and uh, it's a great spot. Okay, um, how important is the? I mean, given your event, you've been here two years. This event's been running nineteen years. So how important is this to to the region? Oh, super important. Um, you know, it's, we've got uh, great support from the Berrigan Shire. Uh, all the <clears throat> of the major sponsors, as you see here now, uh, we've increased the prize money this year to fifty thousand. So it's the money, biggest. Right? It's a lot of money, and it's the biggest state event in the country, and uh, that shows by having a um, one hundred and forty-four players this year, and the first time they've ever, ever for any state title event, had to ballot out players. Right. So it's it's important, and it's a great coup for the club and also the local uh, area. And so what about the trainees, right? So I've spoken to a couple. Associate members. Yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it? So I, I did talk to Luke Bauer from the PGA yes. about, uh, so he explained that the change in titles, but it's still the same. It's still people, kids doing their time. Correct. Yeah, it sounds like the criminals are doing their time. I know, but that's what... But, but we, we all did our that. time. We yeah, all where did you do time. yours? Oh, I did mine at Medway, which is... Uh, Mudway. Yeah. Mudway. Yeah, that's a good course. Um, it's changed a lot since I was there a long time ago. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, we've all done our time. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great kids here. Uh, some of their fathers I even know, so it's nice to see, like, the next generation yeah. coming through. Um, but I think it's important that they play these these events. You know, some of them mightn't go on to bigger and greater things, but, um, you know, they're rubbing shoulders with some kids who might, so it's really good. Yeah, the level of confidence is off the charts. Isn't it? I mean, I know you've got to have. There's a, there's, you've got to have self-belief, but it's amazing. Yeah, there's some um, pretty, um, yeah, confident. Um, the way they they walk around, some have a swagger. Yeah. Um, some are pretty well uh, built guys and girls. Yeah. You know, they're pretty a lot more athletic now than what they were in my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, and, and they're hitting the ball a lot further as well. So, yeah, some of them uh, put us to shame, I'd say. What, what, so what do you think about the state of the, the game at the bomb and gouge and bash the shit out of it and to, <laughs> just chip out of trouble? And Yeah, I think... Um, well, it's not a super long course. Yeah. Uh, well, depending on the time of the year, but for some of the guys they hit, and girls, they hit the ball a long way. And that obviously makes it easier. Um, I think uh, there's a lot more trees here than other courses. Yeah. So that might, uh, you know, make it difficult for some of them. But uh, I think that's the that's the way it is at the moment. Uh, okay. People want to hit the ball a long way, and then they worry about 
what happens next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hit it hard and then go from there. So, yeah, uh, yeah a lot different in the old days. But uh, no, I think golf's going the right direction. We had friends and members go to live last week and every, a lot of people went there and it's really exciting to hear what they experienced. And so what, what was the general vibe on it? Uh, off the charts. Off the charts, good. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing, you know, the music, the, you know, the vibe over there was unbelievable. Everyone was just, you know, really jazzed to be there and, and just seeing so many superstars yeah. back in Australia. It's better than the President's Cup. Yeah. You know, what, amazing. Yeah, well, that's interesting. What, what, so what do you think? I think it's a good thing. As they say, competition's good. Yeah. Uh, it'll take a long time, I think, for both parties to come around. I don't think it's going to be immediate. But for the time being, yeah, it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. What about where the money comes from? And that's, and so, which is, that's the, that's the thing that sits in the back of my mind and the, and the sense of sports washing, even though everyone does, everyone trades with the Saudis. Yeah, everyone trades with them or, you know, um, Fortune 500 companies are over there. Yeah. You know, uh, everyone's involved in some way. Uh, I can't see it being an issue, really. Yeah. I mean, like Dustin Johnson said, you know, if you get offered um, more money, less work, yeah. who, who wouldn't take it? Yeah. And, and it's a sport, remember? You know, um, back in, what, the 60s and 70s, well, apartheid and, yeah. you know, everyone's moved on and, you know, everyone's professional nowadays. So yeah. I can't see it being a bad thing. Okay. I mean, I did talk to a guy about it, and he said he's never been to anything like it, and it was utterly brilliant. Yes. And better than... Did he say it was better than the Masters? I think he said it's... Well, I don't know. He's obviously been to the Masters. I haven't. But he said it was so exciting. And I, there is that sense of having, the, you know, some of the best golfers in the world here again, which is just not happening. No, it's not. And it's been a long time, and um, I think golf, uh, golfers, Australians in general, are just starved for that yeah. quality. And, and they Adelaide especially. Well, it's amazing. No one goes to Adelaide. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it's, that, it's not that bad, but they've got uh, great quality courses. Yeah. And obviously the wines are good over there. No, it's a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good spot for golf, and um, I think they've done a tremendous job. But like you say, it's very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. So just back to these, uh, you know, boys and girls, right? So there's seven girls in the field, two of which are... Very good players. Very good and deemed possibly the most likely. Yes. Um, do, is there anyone you like or any... You know, do you see anything different? No, look, I don't. Um, one of the, the lady associates played fantastic last year. Yeah. Um, you know, she knows um, her, her way around the golf course, so, you know, she's looking to go, um, you know couple of spots better she was fourth last year so yeah. um there's a lot of talent here i think we'll know after the first round tomorrow uh, you know where they're sitting yeah but no it's it's exciting to have all them all here and it's a good vibe for the club yeah and also the it's town. definitely a very good vibe for the club yeah and there's a lot of funky putters out here <laughs> and i don't mean the people wielding the putters no. i mean the actual putters. <laughs> what the hell yeah some of them look like space junk some of the yeah, putters yeah, they um, they're a bit out there um but we'll see what happens. The greens are looking fantastic. Yeah. And as long as what are they running at? Uh, 12. Yeah, yeah Marty. <laughs> no, they That's are. Good. No, no, I believe. They're at 12. And probably if they roll them tomorrow, you know, they're maybe half a foot, foot faster. Okay. So, uh, but you're playing in the Pro-Am today, so you'll experience yourself. And it's Ambrose, isn't it? It is an Ambrose today. Yeah, it's so a team's event. Yeah. yeah, we've got some great prizes, so you might go home. Oh, absolutely. Oh, lucky I drive my car. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Marty. All right, pleasure meeting you. You too.
before we chat to Ben Lucas, he said, watch this, because this pretty much sums up the whole Greenkeeper experience. It's from the summer of golf. It was on 1HD. It was years ago. Uh, anyway, he said, this is, this is him, and then we'll or a version of him, if you like, and uh, we'll talk to him in a moment, but this is pretty funny. I've been a greenskeeper for 20 years. And uh, when I was a kid, my parents, they said that when I was playing in the grass and the dirt and the garden, backyard with the other kids, if they were playing, there was something different about me. Something something different. They said it was like uh, watching an artist or a scientist. Then I went to school, didn't attend classes that often. I was in the uh, groundskeeper shed, learning about mowers and rakes and shovels and wheelbarrows. So now I, uh, I look out over the golf course, grass, the greens, the manicured style. It's just heaven, absolute heaven. The only thing that casts this perfection into the pit of hell are golfers hacking up the course tearing up the greens and watching the divots fly is like losing a piece of my soul So, Ben Lucas, you're the course superintendent for Tokemore. Congratulations on the course. It's in a, it's immaculate. Thanks for having us. We've sort of been dialing in for the tournament over the last uh, month, I suppose, um, focusing on the one course, and, yeah, we're pretty happy with where it's at. Right, so is it literally, in, in terms of, like, so Tokemore has this every year, the Associates Pro-Am, sorry, the Associates Tournament, and then the Pro-Am that goes with it. So is it literally a month prior? That, and, and what are you doing? Oh, at least a month prior, so... Uh, yeah, look, we're just focusing. We try to maintain the golf courses in tournament-ready condition throughout, yeah. the, throughout the year so that we don't have to have a big push towards it. And, yeah, it's just the finishing touches and getting the bunkers nice and sharp and um, adding a bit of sand where we need to and uh, just making sure those 1% details are all attended to. Yeah, I did notice the edge of the bunkers, right? So I know we're not on a sand belt, right, and it's not Metro or Kingston Heath, but, like, it, you can definitely see that you're trying to do exactly that. Yeah, look, it's just a neat style that we need to maintain the bunkers at and, yeah, um, you know, that takes up a lot of the time, the work in the bunkers. There's a lot of hours that go into it, but, uh, you know, the end result's proving the pudding. Yeah, it's great. Um, now, what sort of a greenkeeper are you? Are you a golfing greenkeeper? Are you an, just a flat-out agronomist who, you know, loves grass? Where, where do you sit? Oh, I think the agronomy side probably more so. Um, golf ability, you know, I can play off, playing off 14 at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, not a lot of time left in the day for golf after... After, you know, the uh, hours in the work day and work week and family life. So, um, yeah, we get out and have a hit from time to time and uh, just more socially enjoying okay. it. Are you a tinkerer? Like, do you, are you mucking around in your shit? Like, you strike me as a... Like, you, you're the one who gave me that intro that I played of the, the summer of golf for 10 from years ago. Is that the sort of greenskeeper you are? Uh, yeah, they're a little bit mad. I think most greenkeepers, you've got to be a bit mad. Um, early starts, cold mornings, hot days... Um, Dealing with some golfers from time to time can yeah. be issues, but uh, yeah, I think you've got to be a little bit mad to be a green keeper, and certainly the passion for turf 
is and, what shines. And so, and so, what about the golfers, right? So, obviously, you're making the course for golfers, and their job, part of it, is to take divots and hack it up. So, where does that leave you spiritually? Um, I can, I can, <laughs> I can deal with it. Uh, at the end of the day, we're preparing a course for people's. Um, Downtime, you know, everyone comes to the golf course to get away from work. So you got to appreciate that um, this is their pastime and their hobby, uh, yeah. and we try and present the course in the best way for them. Yeah, but but having said that, like when you, I mean, I know how I feel when I find cigarette butts on a golf course. As a former smoker, and I was, I definitely have done it. But now I seem like, Jesus, can you pick that shit up? Yeah, sometimes um, you can be left questioning motives uh of some golfers sometimes but uh in general um yeah we 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 all get along okay have you always been here uh yeah look i uh was young as a assistant superintendent uh and i was to ic here for three or four years and moved uh probably three hours north to young a small country town in young and ran a golf course there uh and then the job came up as superintendent so i sort of came back home right um yeah and so do you have um, plans to go elsewhere? Like, do you sort of see this as a stepping stone to, you know, bigger, greater, privater? Probably initially um, as a stepping stone, but uh, family is pretty well entrenched in the area now and um, my mother-in-law lives in uh, Aubrey and my parents and grandparents and I think it's pretty hard to get away from the Murray River. Um, it's a great place, great climate, and I'm a river boy at heart, so okay. I couldn't see myself living in the city. All right, well, congratulations on the course. It's honestly, like, honestly, it's... St- I, I'm just, I don't know why I'm so surprised. Like, we played at Yarrawonga on the weekend and, and that was fantastic, but this seems like... And I know that the tournament's a big part of it, but it's just a step up to, and it's beautiful. And everyone's happy and nice. So, you know, thanks for having me and congratulations. Glad you could come down for it, Andrew. Thank you. Good on you, Ben. I've got Braden Taylor. Where are you trainee? Um, at, at the Ridge Golf Course, back in Sydney. Right, so you're one of these interstaters. I am, yeah. Although this is New, the great state of New still, South yeah. Wales. Yes. Um, but you've come down, spent some money to yeah, be here. to trip, yeah. Right, okay. So uh, how are you playing? Um, I'm feeling good. Yeah, coming into it, I've had some good rounds, so feeling all right. Yeah. Radio. Um, what's your expectation sort of in, in, a, in a golfing sense in the future? Like, uh, are you thinking pro? Well, obviously you think you're pro because you're a trainee, but are you yeah. thinking course pro or touring pro or...? Um, probably just course pro. Um, really into the coaching side of things, so yeah. probably try and pursue that a bit more in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And so what about coming and playing something like this and with other guys and girls who are all into it? I mean, it's great to see you all. It's good fun. It's a good test. Um, and, you know, everyone's good in their own way and yeah it's cool to watch them all play the course yeah in their own way yeah right have you played here before i have i played last year yeah and how'd you go i missed the cut unfortunately what happened i last three holes i finished <gasps> double double and bogey the last to miss the cut by two right. so so what did happen um I, I just got in my own head a little bit it's um you know you spook yourself when you look at the the leaderboard and go i'm i'm close here you know and then, um, yeah, just fell apart on the last three holes. So when you say you were, cl- you look at the leaderboard and you were close, do, were you thinking I'm close as in to greatness or I'm close to the cut? Just to make the cut. Right, <laughs> it, was, right, right. it was a tough first day. Um, the second day I started to hit the ball a bit better, but, you know, the just didn't go my way. Okay. And so, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I'm just laughing because you guys, are, you're great. Yeah. I love talking to you guys because you sound like you're fully experienced 
pros, but I mean, there's no other way to say it, right? Yeah, I mean, what, what it's, was... it's weird. You try and put yourself in that mentality like you are out there. Yeah, of You know course. what I mean? Because that's, that's kind of the, the expectation. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to try and compete at that level. Yeah. Um, so what is that mindset? Like, how do you do it? it For the club golfer. Yeah, it's... You got to, you got, especially events like this, you got to look at it as a marathon. You know, it's not your 18-hole sprint, just the club competition. You've got to just try and stay locked in for every shot. Yeah. Yeah. Every shot, meaning four days of every shot. Yep. All of them. <laughs> All right. So I noticed there's guys here with, you know, earbuds in and stuff and, you know, some guys with big speakers on their heads. And what, I would have fun at home. Yeah. I would have had them in, but... All right. So what do you listen to? Um, lots of piano, actually. Do you? Yeah. I find it quite relaxing. Especially like jazz or...? No. No, just like classical piano. I guess. Yeah. Right. How old are you? I'm 21. You're 90. <laughs> right. All right. Well, listen. So uh, tomorrow's the day, the first day, obviously. But you've got today with the um, with the the punters, the pro am. Do you help your players? Do you give them any advice or? Well, I'm, I'm not heading out there today. Oh, you're not. No, I'm just I'm just practicing today. Right. Yeah. I'm heading out to Cobram for a for a hit. Great. So, and what do you think of the golf course here? I love it. I, I, I did manage to play practice round when we got here yesterday. Yeah. Um, and it's awesome. I, you know, I really enjoy it. Did you drive down? Yeah. Yeah, we drove. Six hours? Seven? Uh, closer to seven, yeah. What were you driving? What do you mean? What car? car? BT50 and Mazda. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Fantastic. So, plenty of room. <laughs> it, was, it was cruisy. All right. Well, listen, good luck this week. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, no, and, you. and I hope it goes well. I hope you make the cut and, yeah, and maybe go, you know, better than that. Hopefully, yeah, that's the goal. Try and All make right. the cut and, yeah. And so do you check in, sorry, last thing, do you check in with your mum and dad every day? Yeah, right. have to. <laughs> have to. Otherwise, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so at what point do you call after um, the round? Yeah, afternoon, once I get back to the, to the room. Mm-hmm. Um, or well, the cabin, I should say. Good morning um, and welcome then... to Tokemore Golf and Bowls Club for our sponsors pro am day with That's us, mate. Good luck. Right. Enjoy it. Thank you. Do we have all play? Good on you. Right, so we've just had our... We're still getting our marching orders. So Sheridan Johnson? Right, where are you from? Um, from the National Golf Club down the Moynton Peninsula. So you, that's like the, the, the best, the, the best golfing facility in the country. Um, and I've already heard your name mentioned a couple of times. So you know, you're one of the, the players here. Oh, thank if you, know, you. If you know what I mean. <laughs> thank you. That's nice to be told before we start the week. It'd be nice to go in with a bit of confidence. Okay. So how do you approach the week? Um, oh, I mean, we all work full time, so you got to be, you got to rest, and you probably can't do it as well as the tour players can, yeah. um, because you will get burnt out. But yeah, just go in confident and just try your best. Okay. What's your, um, what do, you, what will you do after your traineeship? Do you think? What's your plan? Yeah, I definitely want to play, but um, I like that I have that sort of extra support behind me to be able to fall back on later in life to coach. I think there's a big demographic for women yeah, to coach. Is. So, Do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 22. Right. How long have you been playing for? My whole life, ever since I could walk. Really? Yeah. So what happened at the beginning? What happened? Oh, my dad's a professional, so oh, okay. I was always with him and, yeah, always around golf. And so did you have a choice not to... I mean, I'm not saying he made you golf, mm-hmm. but did you ever go, no, this is not for me? Um, no, I've always wanted to play golf, but COVID happened and it just put a, sort of put things into perspective a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I like to have something behind me. I'm just okay. all about that. Right, yeah. So uh, 
playing. So did you see Hannah Green one this morning? I didn't, but that's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good on her. So who are your heroes then? Oh, um, definitely her, Minji, Suo, Kari Webb, yeah. all those girls. Yeah. Radio. So how do you approach this? Like you've got, you'd have to give up a shot off your score at the end of the, is that right? Is that what I heard? So you're 70, past 73, the boys are 72, and yeah. then you give one back? Is that what happens at the end? I got confused when it was explained. Um, no, so I th- oh, I don't know what hole it is. It's one of the par fives. is a bit longer for the girls, I believe. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, we have a par 73. They have a par 72. So okay. um, if I shot one under and old mate next to me shoots one under, we both shoot up one under. So. Right, yeah. And do you like playing with the guys? Um, yeah, it's a bit testing at times. I like playing with girls every now and again, um, but you get used to it. I mean, we don't really have a choice, so. Okay. What, what, what's the difference playing with boys and girls? Um, girls are more conservative. Um, boys go for it a lot more. Um, they take lines that we cannot. Um, so it's, it's hard to sort of, because we play so differently, um, it's kind of hard to find your groove when you're playing a different game. Yeah. You've got to take different lines. You're laying up all the time. Um, you got to. I mean, they're waiting for par fives. They're a lot slower. Um, so yeah, it's a bit different. Right. Yeah. But isn't that sort of the thing of the golf anyway? Like we always yeah. hear as amateurs, you know, just play your own games, yeah. play your own game, and yeah. so and you find that it's difficult as well. Yeah, I find it difficult playing with boys all the time because um, we play so differently, girls. Um, yeah, you got to look for balls all day because they hit in the trees, yeah. and um, <laughs> but yeah, girls don't hit it in the trees as much. Right. So it's yeah. A bit slower. <laughs> I think you've just actually helped me work out why I like watching the women's golf as much, or probably more than the men's, yeah. is because you actually see them yeah. hitting probably more shots as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, girls are just more conservative and a bit more smart, right. I think, with their course management. What's your handicap? <laughs> oh, um, I think it's about plus three okay. at the moment. Okay, so you're, you are definitely one of the fancy players. Oh... I suppose so, yeah. yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> okay, no, good, good luck. I mean, how important is confidence anyway? Like, I've talked to some of the boys and they're like, you know, like, the swagger is like, wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got to be confident. If you don't back yourself, you're never going to do any good. So, yeah, you've got to be your, your best friend out there. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to be your best supporter. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Well, good luck and, and thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Good on you, Sheridan. Droop, uh, all the way over from Yarrawonga, where I played the last two days, and got absolutely belted. Uh, what are your expectations for this week? Uh, I expect the course to be, the to greens to be playing a bit firm and fast, um, so fairways and greens will be, will be a big thing, so just aiming for the middle of the green and trying to putt my way around and then taking advantage of uh, some birdie chances when I get my short. You, short sm- yeah, you sound like you've been on the bloody tour for... 20 years, right? What, what's, where are you in your traineeship? Uh, I'm a second year trainee at uh, Yarrawonga. I'm under my old man, Evan Drew. Yeah. Um, so just doing that and, and then going down, and I'm also a member at Royal Melbourne, so going down there as much as I can and using the practice facilities down there and playing the two courses down there and trying to improve my game that way. And, and what's it like doing your time with yeah. your dad? Uh, it's awesome. Uh, he's really good. Uh, he's really he gives me a lot of leeway to do do what I like, and you know we put in the work for when in the busy times. But when it's quiet, we also get to get out and get to do some practice and, and do some assignments, that sort of stuff. So it's really good. Okay. So you know from growing up, right? When 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 you were growing up, when did you think that golf was going to be your thing? And 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 well, yeah. When did you think golf was going to be your thing? Uh, I was a bit of a late bloomer. I, I wouldn't have anything to do with golf until I was about 13. Um, I was all footy and basketball, and then started playing golf with my mates just nine holes here and there and 
caught the golf bug and, and started going every day of the week, pretty much. And did your dad go like when you were when you were on the footy and basketball? Was he going, Baxter, mate, are you going to come and? Or did he just leave you to it? No, nah, he left me to it. He was really supportive in whatever I wanted to do. Um, so he, he said, if you ever want to play golf, I'll help you pursue that. But otherwise, if, if that's not what you want to do, play footy and basketball, that's fine as well. Rightio. And so what are your expectations? Like, how do you think you're going to go? Like, obviously you want to win, but so how do you get yourself ready for it? Um, I think just preparing and trusting my game. Um, I've been playing really well of late um, down in Melbourne for the pennant season, so I just think trusting, got a lot of confidence in myself at the moment, so going out there and just playing my game and I guess the score will take care of itself. What are you... <laughs> what's your handicap? Uh, I'm off plus four. Right. So you one of the stronger players? Uh, I like to think of myself as one, yeah. No, but in the field, like, yeah. yeah. I like to think of myself as being one of the stronger players, yeah. What's the best handicap? Uh, I'd be probably around the mark, I okay. would say. How important is it for you, for, you to, for self-confidence? Uh, I'm, I'm a very confident player, um, so confidence is massive for me. If my confidence is down, I don't seem to play as well, but when I'm, um, when I'm firing and, and my confidence is up, I, I seem to just go hell for leather and go at everything, so... All right, and well, you, you've got the pro-am today, which was a uh, Ambrose. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right. So, do you like that? Yeah, it's awesome. It's a good way to ease into the week, and, and you know, uh, just ease myself in with a couple of the sponsors, and you know, have a bit of fun. Right, yeah. Well, good luck. Nice to chat, and um, thanks for having me here, Aronga. Thanks, mate. All good. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So the pro in our group, the trainee pro in our group, is Pete Vasiliadis. And Pete, this is your third time? Yes. Yeah, third time at Tokemall, so it's good to be here again. Okay. I've talked to everyone of other trainees about this but what's life like as a trainee where and where are you a trainee uh it's a very different life so i'm at the eastwood golf club in victoria um 
it's not just about selling Mars bars and pies to the members. Right. You know, it's uh, it's so how many pe- how many people think that's what it is? There's a few. The ones that I talk to, the old boys at the club, you know, they they give me a bit of smack for you know some of the results that I've posted in the past, and uh, they just try and I think good results or bad results well they, they always look out for the bad ones just mm. so they can give it back to me but I, I sort of take it as a positive you know they, there's a bit of care and they want to sort of fire me up and see me do well so um, yeah but going back to that it's it's a, it's a service you know you want to provide an excellent quality to your members and um, yes yeah, not not much else but that really so what, what do, you, do you want to do you want to be a club pro or do you want to be a playing pro or in, uh, in management of golf so to a pro is probably the the pathway i want to go down um you know the, the traineeship or the uh, membership pathway program that's called now um in the past it's been a, a good pathway for tour pros um yeah. the way the industry is now it's sort of moving towards club pros and um management positions and that sort of thing but um i've always been a player and that's sort of where I want to be once I do finish. So yeah. uh, the tour life is where I want to be. Okay. What do you like about the, the look of the tour life? Uh, from what I know about it, it's a hard life. So, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, but it is, right? It is. Very, very hard. And um, Just quickly, are we playing your ball? Uh, I think so. Yeah, a little bit closer, so. Okay. Yeah, he's a little bit closer because he's a driver and I think it's very well. Yep. But anyway, he smashed it. And just, just quickly on your driver, so you're yep. not hitting a... Don't I think you've hit three drivers, but you haven't hit a tee, used the tee yet. No, so it's uh, just a little bit of a, um, a handicap on my game trying to use a tee, and I've, I've worked out that I can just hit driver like a three-wood and it still goes just as far. So yeah. I just try and use that as many times as I can in a round. Okay, how, how far do you hit driver? Off the deck here, I think this has gone about 240, 240 metres. So I guess down a fair way yeah. for a little fella. Well, you're not big. What are you, 5'10"? No, I think 5'6", uh, but don't put that in. You're not 5'6". I think so. That's, I'm not very tall. <laughs> you're Collingwood six foot, mate. Sure. So just with the... So we're playing in Ambrose. Yep. You've got four players, four amateurs to play with. That, in terms of being a, you know, touring pro, obviously mm-hmm. that will be... Do you like this sort of thing? I do. It's. Uh, I was just saying to the boys before. It's. It's a great thing to network with. Um, you get to meet all different types of people who have had all different lives, and um, everyone's got their own story. So I'm a little bit strange like that. I like to hear everyone's story, and um, in terms of the playing side, you learn to sort of put some of the bad shots. You know, you don't keep them in the memory bank. You yeah. just, you know, forget about those. But um, no, it's good fun. And do you look like are you a are you a, um, a golf enthusiast in the sense of looking at people's bags and going, you know, what's he what's he got or what's that or just like could not give a shit? Thank you. No, I, I like my clubs and I'm 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 hitting those ones. So I'm not hitting I'm not hitting anyone else's clubs. So I don't right. really mind what they're using. Okay. Unless it's like a master's stamped yeah, set that you find in the in the shed and you know that's pretty cool. Oh, he's yeah. saying all the right things now. So, and with regards Pete, to the to this tournament, so this is your third time you've played. Yep. How? What's your history? Uh, one made cut and one missed cut, so I'm fifty fifty. Right. And apart from missing the cut, what was the difference? Like, 
you know, day-to-day, shot-to-shot? Um, well, last year was when I missed the cut and I drove the ball really well, as I'm sort of doing again today, which is nice. Um, but I just I didn't hit many greens. So hitting a lot of greens is, uh, makes, makes all the difference and then give yourself a chance for birdie on a lot more holes. But yeah. if you're scrambling for pars a lot of the time and then... You know, your short game has to be in check and if your short game's not good, then, you know, you start making bogeys and start sort of slipping away. So it all it all works together. But, um, yeah, missing greens last year was the thing for me. And then when I made the cut uh, in my first year, I think just sort of was a bit of everything. Everything worked well and yeah. um, hold some decent putts, made some good up and downs, hit enough fairways and hit enough greens. So what's your handicap? Uh, my handicap is probably scratch or one. I haven't checked it for a little while, but um, my playing average is probably what we base more of that off. Yeah. Uh, is about 2.8 for this year. Okay. Over par. Is there some bloody pretty hot... I don't know, I just randomly spoke to one bloke and I said, what's it? And he goes, plus five. And I went, right. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think uh, there's a few guys that have been tour pros in their previous years and sort of now realising that it's not a... It's not a, um, it's not an easy life as we spoke about before. So, yeah. going into the PGA programs, the way some guys are going, and unfortunately, they're just a little bit better than others. Oh, I see. So, so there are guys who have already had their go at being pro, yeah, and now they're going and doing it, and they're doing their time, so doing it officially. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, they they realise they need a job, and the um, PGA program gives you a job at a golf course, and you can't really ask for much more than that. Okay, so that's interesting. I didn't know that. Interesting. All right, well, listen, thanks for your time. I really enjoyed today. Terrific putt, right? You just hold the putt of the day. The trainee professional Peter said you started out here and then you've questioned him. You've questioned the profe- the expert. I didn't hit the line he said that wide. I hit more direct at the hole because I didn't. I uh, reckon there was that much in it, and being a local, I had a bit of an idea it didn't bother that much. But okay. I wasn't questioning him, it was a team game. <laughs> <laughs> and so what, So, do you, do you play this every year? Um, yes, I played it last year and played the one in Cobram. Okay. With the same, with Crofts. Right, and what do you like about it? Oh, just the people you meet. Um, it's nice to go out and play some decent golf with other blokes. And even if you're not playing well, you can still score well. Yeah. And what do you like about um, Tokemore, which, by the way, is just... It is stunning, isn't it? Like, it is stunning. Yeah, well, we've been here for six years. We moved 20 k's from Finlay for a bit of a lifestyle change. The mean streets of Finlay, yeah? Yes. And, yeah, we love it. My wife and I are both golfers, and we've got the best facilities in the area. And, yeah, it's terrific. How competitive are things between, say, Tokemall and Cobram, um, Yarrawonga? Because there's some really terrific courses all up the Murray. Actually, golf-wise, they work in very well together during COVID and all that. And if um, you couldn't get to play here on Wednesday, you'd go to Cobram for 10 bucks. They didn't charge you green fees or anything. I don't know whether Yarra were on board with it. But, um, yeah, the reciprocals between the clubs is really good. Okay. Yeah. And what about the history of the place? It's sort of... Oh, does that mean much to you? Like the fact that it was an air base and the Probably not and the a lot. War and... um, I have enough trouble getting over here because of the football ties. Having played against Toke all the time, I get asked very politely to go back to Finlay. 
<laughs> so is that, is that like a hangover from, you know, when you were younger? Like is that oh, actually yeah, like, a lot of, still a lot of shit staring? And... Yeah, well, a lot of the blokes that I played against are still here and Toke players and Finlay were a very successful club during 70s and 80s and, and yeah, when they you were don't playing? forget. Is that when you were playing? <laughs> yeah, that was there I was playing in. And, yeah, the boys don't forget. They always give you a bit of stick. Right. And I notice you're all dolled up in your Collingwood gear. Uh, very keen Collingwood fan. Yeah. Very keen. What a win last night against Adelaide. Absolutely what amazing. We, so what it just, just, I know this is outside golf, but what do you think it is about what, what are Collingwood doing this year that managed to over, overpower everyone in the last quarter? Um, I do believe that McRae is letting them play football they enjoy. He's not tying them down to set positions and you've got to your square here and there, he just lets them run and run free and they're doing a brilliant job of it. So like the Ted Lasso free football? Yep. Go for it and do your best. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, well, fingers crossed you just lose by a point when it matters, you know. It won't right. happen. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm with uh, Stu now, who's just politely called me Cameron again, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it wasn't because I hit a bad shot. So listen, you, you, when Toke went from 18 to 36, you were right in the guts of that, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. We built uh, 23 holes um, to get us back to the golf course. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. and when you say you you built them, did you were you involved in the design? No, Kevin Hartley was the designer. Yeah. Um, that was a, well, I don't know, it must have been nearly 30 years ago, I reckon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So how involved was the uh, the, the creation? Uh, no, I just modified a few little things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were, um, the course is built on clay and a bit of sand. And um, they wanted us to do it as a way that they designer wanted. Yeah. But we changed it around a little bit because it didn't suit the landforming situation. Right. So that meant that you were you making those decisions, uh, you personally? Yeah. Like, do you go, oh, yeah. there's Stu's mound? Oh, with, with conversation with the um, the two uh, head head boys here at the time. Yeah. Uh, Alan Trotman and Charlie Baldwin. Right. But are you taking credit for some of the things? Like, are you going, oh, like, you need to take me to, at some point today, are you going to go, see that? That's yeah. I did that. Yeah, well, we, we put all the hills and mounds and yeah. dug all the dams and done all the bunkers and yeah. and built the greens. Yeah, yeah, we uh, yeah we had a lot to do with it. And so, what do you what do you like about um, Tote Golf Club? It's just a nice, friendly. It's a good club, you know. It's a good club. We've had, oh, like all clubs, I suppose, we've had a few problems with with some of directors who wanted to take us a different direction. Mm. Um, but what do you do with them? Um, Take them out the back. They usually get a couple of phone books. They usually only last a couple of years, and they sort of decide to step down. Yeah, right. So, um, but yeah, we're on track here now. It's it's a really good club. Yeah, really is, good yeah. club. Well, the course is beautiful. Can't yeah. say it enough. How are we going in our Ambrose? You feeling pretty good about it? I think everyone's contributing quite nicely at this stage. Mm. Uh, So you, you just you you 
went to college in America, in Arizona. Yes. So what's the difference? How did you go and what's the difference? I really enjoyed my experience at the University of Arizona women's golf team. Obviously, the challenge is you still have to be a full-time student while you're playing almost full-time golf as well. So, I mean, but other than that, it's it's such a lovely experience. You have, you know, probably like 20 or 30 tournaments a year round that yeah. you get to travel to. I think it's just a great preparation for if you want to try to hit the elite circuit right. ultimately. And how'd you go? Yeah, I went really well. I think obviously um, when I started on, in college, I was still very young in my golfing career, so a lot to learn. But by the time I finished, I actually did very well. One one event actually broke the school record on the scoring history ever created at wow. the school um, women's golf team. Yep. And so how competitive are the Americans as opposed to... Uh, so laid back, not that laid back Australians. Uh, I would say competitiveness is, you know, in every golfer and I would just say it's, you know, once you're out there, you kind of get into the groove competition. Yeah. I wouldn't say there's a big difference in, you know, the competitiveness between Americans and Australians you know just the courses are a bit different um, whereas here you have a little bit firmer turf and in America it's just a little bit softer ground Spongy. yeah so you kind of just you know either way you just travel to the event and you know hopefully to you know get up the top of the leaderboard great well you're saying all the right things in all the right order so good on you yeah sounds good thank you very much cheers good on you So this is um, Luke Bauer from the PGA. Luke, what's your title? So I'm the PGA Membership Manager of Victoria and Tasmania. Right. And so are you a golfer? Yes, I am. I'm a PGA member myself. All right. And how did you come to golf? Uh, so actually, when I was young, I my family home backed onto Churnside Park Golf Clubs. So I was fortunate that I had a golf course in my backyard growing up. Uh, my father was a golfer himself. Uh, was so he a pro golfer? No, he wasn't. Uh, he, he definitely would have liked to have been, but uh, he was probably a bit more uh, focused on other sports than golf and came to golf later in life himself. Okay, was he good? Uh, he, he will say he's good, yes. But no, he was he, he was a capable golfer, yes. Right, was he good, was, was he good enough to make you want to become, be part of the industry? Uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So he played a little bit of amateur pennant himself earlier days uh, and then was also captain of the golf club as well. So I sort of was around the golf club myself and, and saw that as a potential career path for me, for me growing up. Okay, and so when did you decide to want to be involved in the running of the game? Uh, I, I think at an early age, I uh, Ed Rectors, who was my boss and golf professional when I was young and went through the PGA, what was then the PGA trainee program now known as the Member Pathway Program, uh, I aspired to play uh, a similar role to what he did in the industry. So I would say before I was 18, I actually wanted to be a club professional myself. Okay. And how did you go with that? Uh, well, good. It ended up resulting that way. Uh, so I did a the PJ trainee program straight out of high school. So I was 18, and which meant I was fortunate I was qualified by the time I was the age of 21. Yeah. And at that time, my then boss, uh, Ed Rectors, moved on uh, and the club was in a relocation period. So I sort of fulfilled that role that he was playing and my career developed from there. Okay. So we're at the, it's the Associates, it's the Victorian Tassie Associates Championship. Now, you just said something interesting. You said the former trainee program. And by the way, so Tokemore Golf Club is just being absolutely doctored by the, the, the green staff. The guys just run the bloody, what is that thing? The, it's not just a mower, it's the, the roller. roller. He's just run the ro- roller. So it's, it's mint. It is absolutely stunning. So you said it's the former, former trainee day, now the, the pathway. The member pathway. Yeah, well, so what's with the change in titles? It, because the, it's, the, it's the same thing as it's always been. It's still young guys doing and, and girls doing their time. 
why the name changes? Yeah, so I, I would say that the program has definitely evolved over the years and, and it's probably a little bit more complex to what it was uh, some time ago. But the terminology change has come from uh, we once upon a time were aligned with the RTO and, and the PJs is now not. So the Pember Pro, Member Pathway Program is not part of the RTO. And What's the RTO? So Registered Training Organisation. Okay. So through, through the government's eyes, right. the Member Pathway Program is so much more Elevated than what any traineeship or apprenticeship is out in the market. Uh, the associates do uh, workplace hours anywhere from part-time to full-time hours. They have tournament playing commitments and then they've got education on top. So uh, the Member Pathway Program is more elevated than what a traineeship or a, an apprenticeship is, so yeah. it wasn't appropriate to call it a similar title. Yeah, so that's where it's now known as the Member Pathway Program. In the olden days, it was like you talk to the old, you know, Richard Mercer and those guys, and they talk about, oh, I did my time, you know. Is, it, is there still that sense to it? Absolutely. So, yeah, we, it's commonly, it's still still referred to as, you know, where did you do your time or yeah, where yeah. are you doing your it's time? It's like prison, almost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it's, it's fast I served, served a take of all that, yeah, yeah. That, that's correct. But, um, no, the Member Pathway Program, it's got the, the different components now of playing education and workplace experience that uh, whilst there's a still similar type of delivery to how it always was, it's probably fair to say that the program's elevated itself. It's a little more, bit more complex, particularly. Yeah in the education and and business side of things. Okay, and so I'm looking around, there's probably 20 kids. I mean, I call them kids. They're kids. They're they're not old, right? And they're putting and having putting comps and, you know, basically having a laugh. A couple of taking it pretty seriously. So it's a big deal for them, isn't it? They're playing for money and and they're playing for a chance to show that they can actually do something. Yeah, absolutely. And this is where Tokemore Golf Club and the Berrigan Shire have been amazing supporters to the event for 19 years now. This is our 19th consecutive year that we've held the Victorian Associate Championships uh, here. Uh, this has grown into what is the biggest state championship size field and pros, uh, prize money out of all the state championships across the country. So the Associate Professionals are playing for $50,000 in prize money. Wow. This week. Um, so what is the winner pool? For, so, so it's 18, 18%, 18% of that. So it'll be a, a circa about a $9,000 uh, paycheck for the, for the winner this week. Uh, absolutely, especially for, um, you know, considering the, the wages that the associates are on, $9,000 is, is an amazing payday yeah. for them. Uh, we have 100 and 144 plays in the field uh, this year, which does uh, cap our maximum field size. So we did actually have to have a ballot applied to the state championships this year, which is the first time we've had a ballot to entries out of all state championships. So this particular tournament has has grown along with the support of Tokemore and the Berrigan Shire to be the, the biggest state championships in the country. Yeah, and it's men and women. Men and women, absolutely. So uh, we, we still have predominantly uh, larger males in the field, but we do have seven uh, women PJ associates here with us this year. Uh, and uh, we've definitely got a couple that will be going into the week as tournament favourites. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Do you have a, a, a sense, I'm sure you have a sense, that uh, who who could win? Do, like, do you sort of put it down to, say, five or six players yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the, the beauty about this tournament is because we've got associates from all states around the country, uh, you will find that the, the non-Victorians, so the Interstaters associates, are strong players uh, because they are 
taken the time off work. They've got probably got increased travel expenses with flights, um, higher cars, etc., like that. So they do factor factor their uh, potential of what they're going to earn for the week versus what their expenditures are. So it's a very strong field. Um, we do have one of our female PGA associates from the National Golf Club, Sheridan Johnson. She's currently the Victorian Associate Order of Merit winner from season 2022. Uh, so she'll definitely be one to look out for this week. Yep. So and do you have any idea what, what she made in that 2022 season? Uh, so that she played in about 40 different events. So from a prize money perspective, no. Um, so the Order of Merit is calculated a little different to prize money earnings. So you get uh, 10 points for okay. winning a tournament and then it's the points are deducted okay. from there. Uh, but Sheridan had, I think, four individual wins throughout the season last year. Uh, and she also... Uh, made the cut of the Australian Open wow. last year, so that was a great experience for her. Radio. So she, is she the one? Oh, she's one of one of a few. She is one of a few. Where we've got uh, many players that could win it. Uh, she'll be one that that I think will be towards the pointy end at the end of the season. Uh, another one of our strong female associates, Wanasa Zhu, um, has played golf over in the college in the US and also has played a little bit of golf on the WPGA Tour, so the women's wow. PGA Tour. Um, so she'll be coming in with with some expectation. Coming in hot. Wow. To, to do well. And, so. and do they play off the ladies' tees? They do play off the ladies' tees. Uh, so the, the women's par on the captain's course at Tokem Wall is 73 and the, the men's par is 72. So they'll play from their respective tees and the women will have one shot deducted from their score at the end of the round to align with the, the male score. Right. And then do they play with the men as well? So yeah. The, so just girls within the boys' groups? And... Yeah, absolutely. So for round one, we've set up the draw for uh, a lot of, the, of our women and associates to play together more as an engagement because they have may not have had the chance to meet the other female members yep. in the other states. Yep. So it's a great chance for them to engage. But once that cut is made, it is a seated draw and, yep. and the score is the score you play with. So Okay. Well, listen, great to talk to you. And I'm really excited to be here and, you know, be part of it because it, it's, it is genuine. It's the field of dreams and you get that real sense of, you know, with the course being set up and the kids putting and stuff, it's like... You know, something's, it's definitely something going on. Absolutely. And it's a big thing that's going on. Yeah, and I, I think I think just by the, the tournament pulling associates from all states from over the country does does sort of uh, tell us that this is one of the biggest ones on their schedule. Uh, we do have a national associate championships as well, but uh, to have representation from all states over Australia, is a, it's, a, it's a great thing that, that has evolved from what was once a Victorian-only event to now having associates from all over the country yeah. playing in it. Yeah, well, good stuff. Good luck. Good luck for you for the week as well. Yeah, I know you're going to be busy. Andrew. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be a great week. And uh, no, we just love being up here at Togemore Golf Club and part of the Berrigan Shire. Beautiful. Thanks, Luke. So that's a snapshot from the Victorian PGA Associate Championships held at Togemore. They've been there for 19 years. And yeah, really fun pro-am the day before. As I say, which we won. Uh, nice bag. Thanks very much uh, to a Kushnet. Beautiful. And to the winner of the Associate Championships, that was Tim Walker. So Baxter Droop, who we spoke to, he came in third, picked up three and a half grand for that. Sheridan Johnson was seventh in the tournament, the highest placing uh, female golfer. 
and uh, also uh, Vanessa Zhao was in there as well, and she was at 10th. Um, and the other golfers did their bit. If you want to see the scores, see where everyone ended up, pga.org.au, and just follow the prompts to the Victorian PGA Associate Championships. Hey, thanks for listening. Long one, but a good one. See ya. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.